0: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR, no one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class. A show that uncovers history, one day at a time. Today is July 10th, 2019. The day was July 10th, 1902. Nicolás Guillén was born in Camagüey, Cuba, the sixth child of Argelia Bautista y Arrieta and Nicolás Guillén y Urra. By the time he died in 1989, Guillén was a celebrated Afro-Cuban poet, writer, and activist. Both of Guillén's parents were of African and Spanish descent. His father had been a lieutenant that helped Cuba gain independence from Spain. And when Guillén was born, his father was a journalist. Guillén's father supported the Partido Libertad, or Liberal Party of Cuba, and created a paper called La Libertad. Nicolás and his younger brother ran the printing press after school. In 1909, Guillén's father became a senator. But in 1917, the Cuban government assassinated Guillén's father for speaking out against electoral fraud and destroyed his printing press. Guillén was close to his father, and the death affected the family greatly. Nicolás and his brother found work at another liberal paper. Though the family was struggling financially, he was able to complete his secondary education while he worked full-time. Racial inequality, segregation, and discrimination against Afro-Cubans and people of mixed race were prevalent in pre-revolutionary Cuba. Guillén experienced this discrimination and racism firsthand, and he wrote about it. By the time he was 17 years old, his poetry was published in the Camagüey Grafico. In 1920, he moved to Havana to attend law school, but he was only there for a year. He went back to Camagüey and decided to pursue writing instead. In his work, he explored Black social issues, folklore, and revolution. He began writing for Cuban newspapers and magazines and founded his own literary magazine. In 1925, he took a job as interior minister and returned to Cuba. Around this time, he began to publish poems in the journal Orto. The theme of U.S. imperialism popped up a lot in his poetry. And in the Sunday supplement of the Diario de la Marina, Guillén published several articles on the treatment of Black Cubans and racial injustice. In 1930, Guillén met American poet Langston Hughes, and the two of them would become lifelong friends. Hugh's love of music influenced Guillén to incorporate into his poetry elements of the Son, a musical folk tradition with Spanish and African roots. Guillén soon wrote eight poems inspired by the Son, and that same year he released Motivos de Son, which was his second book of poems but his first to be published. He had already written a collection of poems titled Cerebro y Corazon, but it wasn't published until 1977. Motivos de Son garnered Guillén a lot of attention and critical acclaim. The poetry combined African Creole dialects and language with Spanish poetic traditions, and it called attention to Black culture and life. Though Guillén had already been criticizing the mistreatment of Black Cubans, he began to protest racism and imperialism in a way that uplifted his own heritage and celebrated Black life. Throughout the 1930s, he published more poetry— including the book Songoro Cosongo, Poemas Mulatos, and West Indies Limited, Poemas. When the Spanish Civil War started in 1937, he went to Spain to report on it. Inspired by his time in the war, he wrote the narrative epic poem, España, Poema en Cuatro Angustias y Una Esperanza. While in Spain, he also acted as a delegate to the anti-fascist Second International Congress of Writers for the Defense of Culture he also joined the Cuban Communist Party. In 1940 and 1948, respectively, Guillén lost elections for the mayor of Camagüey and senator for the Cuban Communist Party. Over the next couple of decades, Guillén spent a lot of time in Europe and South America, during which time he continued to write for Cuban journals. Fulgencio Batista Izal Dívar was president of Cuba in the 1940s and dictator in the 1950s. Guillén, who opposed his oppressive rule, was arrested several times under the regime. Bautista barred Guillén from returning to Cuba in 1953 after his trip to Chile, but he was allowed to return in 1958. Guillén supported Fidel Castro and his 1959 overthrow of Bautista's dictatorship. In 1961, Guillén was appointed president of the Union of Writers and Artists, a position he served in for 25 years. He continued to write and published several more collections of poetry, touching topics like revolution, social protest, love, nature, and imperialism. Sol de Domingo, his last collection, came out in 1982. Guillén died on July 16, 1989. Guillén is remembered as the national poet of Cuba and as a writer and activist who reaffirmed black culture and was a voice of the Cuban revolution. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you for joining me today. See you same place, same time tomorrow.